0: Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. (laughs) Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley South London Football League part of the CERC podcast this week. Uh, Daniel Harris here, the League Secretary reporting again on results from the weekend and looking at fixtures ahead and the table and how things are looking. Um, the, the endless season continues. We had games again this week on the Saturday the 5th of June. We had one game in our John Cooper Premier Division and it finished West Wickham Albion 6, Eltham Town 6. What a cracking sounding game that was. Uh, Eltham Town warming up for a huge London Cup. Uh, semi-final this weekend against 10 MB, uh, HFSP 10MB, not the 10 MB in our division, but uh, more than that when we do the fixtures. Division one. Um this is the one that's really going to go down to the wire. We had Farm Thirds in a double header against West Bromley Albion they won them both 5-0 and 2-1. Groundhoppers against Rustlers double header as well first game finished one all the second game three nil to ground hoppers and then South Dulwich, a double header against Lewisham Project, won two 0 and three uh, one. Then we had Eden Park playing against West um, Wellin Park Reserves, and they won nine three. Andrea Carrera and Matt Dix with hat tricks, and James Hunter with two. That leaves the table as it stands with um, Eden Park two points ahead of South Dulwich, and they've got a double header coming up. Uh, agenda. If they won their three games in hand, we'll go a point behind um, Eden Park. So either team drop points there and Agenda have got a chance as well to grab the title and definitely in with a shout for promotion. Um, then we had Division 2, final game in that division for the season, ended at Matagalpa 3, Peckham Town A2. As it stands, it looks like Matagalpa will finish second with Old Town top. We've got to look at the El Eagles situation, so I don't think they've played the Enough games for their results to stand, so we might have to take some results out of that league table. I'm not sure how that will look. We've got a committee meeting on Thursday. We'll have a look at it then. Then the bottom division, Division 3, we had uh, Catford not in action this week. So Mildeen extended their lead at the top. 4-2 winners away at Slade Green Knights. Red Velvet Andrew drew 2 all with Teviot, and Dulwich Village Reserves lost 3-2. A narrow defeat to Chelsfield, which leaves in the promotion hunt still. Okay, fixtures next week. We have got Eltham Town against HFSP 10MB, the current holders of the London Junior Cup. I think they've won it the last two years on the trot. Division 1, Kent County West leaders. Big favourites, but Eltham Town done so well in that competition. Really wish them luck. uh, And I hope they pull out all the stops to uh, get a result in that one. Then in Division no games left in our Premier or Division 2. We've only got games in the 1st Division and 3rd. In the first division, Farnborough Thirds against Rustlers in a doubleheader. Lewisham Project in a doubleheader against Agenda. West Bromley Albion in a doubleheader against Groundhoppers. And then Red Velvet Reserves playing um, South Dulwich. Agenda have also got a midweek game against West Bromley Albion, which is one of their games in hand. Chance to close that gap. Then in Division 3, we've got a doubleheader with Slade Green Knights and Southeast Athletic. And Teviot up against chelsea Chelsea need to win all their games. They're going to stay in the promotion hunt. So uh, season is... F- finally, slowly coming to an end. We've got results, next, games next couple of weekends, uh, finished on the 19th, hoping that we'll have our AGM on the 30th. Um, lots of changes, lots of new clubs coming into the league. It looks like we'll be losing a few teams um, to the Kent County League, um, so there's going to be a lot of changes in divisions. Um, some teams have already secured promotions. Others may feel they lost, left out, lost out, but may well get promotion anyway if there's gaps to fill. And obviously, new teams coming in as well. So it's all too uh, all busy here behind the scenes and. Um, Yep, teams still playing while we're trying to work all this out as well. So good luck to all the teams who are playing this Saturday uh, and in the future, particularly Eltham Town in that massive London Junior Cup semi-final. Good luck to them. Um, thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Hi, guys. Uh, Rav here from Grand Sports Club, representing the Rotten District League. Uh, so coming up to the last few weeks of the season... Uh, starting with the results from last weekend. Uh, starting with the Prem, just the one game, where Parkwood Community Association winning 3 1 against Midway City. Uh, moving on to Division 1, Ash Green drawing 2 all with Eccles in Division 2. AFC Minster winning 8 0 against Cannon 24. Uh, FC Wardham losing 3 2 to Greenway Aces Old Boys, uh, which means Greenway Aces Old Boys are the champions uh, of Division 2, so congratulations to them. In Division 3, Burham winning 5-2 against the Village Upchurch. In Division 4, Midway Athletic losing 16-0 to Little Shastard. And moving on to the Cups. So in the Quarter Century Cup, Group A semi-final. So Gillingham Green winning 3-1 against Ancorians. Uh, same Cup in the Quarter Century, Group A semi-final. Chapman Town Saturdays winning 6-1 against Midway Borough. In the quarter century group B semi final, AEI Sports losing 2 0 to Cliff United. And in the other semi final, Pavilion winning 4 1 against Watery Wanderers. Quarter century cup group C semi final, S United losing 4 3 to Teckers. And in the other semi final, Mile Town winning 5 0 away at the Appleyard. In the Sittingbourne Milton group A semi final, the Stag losing 4-2 to Medway Stars. In the second Ball Milton Group B semi-final, Medway Knights winning 9-0 against Hunton. And the Bull Milton Cup Group C semi-final, ourselves Grand Sports Club coming at 3-1 winners against Gillingham Bill Bow. Moving on to fixtures. We have a few midweek games in the Prem. AFC Rangers take on Medway Borough in Division 1. Cliff United take on Medway Knights. And Division 4, Ancorians Academicals take on Little Sharlestead. All of those are tonight for this weekend. In the Premier Division, And Ancorians take on Medway Borough. In Division 1, AI Sports take on Sittinburgh Town. And Medway Knights take on Hunton. In Division 2, uh, Parkwood Community Association Reserves against Green Races uh, has already been awarded an away walkover. In Division 3, ourselves, Grand Sports Club, our last game of the season against Village Upchurch. Division 4, Pleakwood Rangers take on Greenway Aces Reserves. And Luke Shasta take on Rochester FC. Then we have uh, a few more semi-finals, uh, all in the sitting Ball Milton Cup. In Group A, Parkwood Community Association take on Chatham Town Saturdays. In Group B, Eccles take on Cliff United. And in Group C, this Saturday we find out who we take on in the final. Uh, with Tekka's take on the Apple Yard. Uh, Just to go over who's top the leagues and who's won their leagues, in the Prem it's very close, with Parkwood Community Association and Chatham Town Saturdays at the top, both with two games remaining, both on 19 points, with Parkwood ahead on goal difference. Uh, That title won't be decided until right the end of June, where Parkwood's last game is on the 26th, and Chatham Town have their games just before that. In Division One, again very close between AEI Sports and Cliff United. AUI have uh, a couple of games in hand, a couple of games to play. Cliff United have three, um, and if they both win their games up to the end, uh, they actually face each other for the last game of the season. So it could be a winner takes all. In the other divisions, uh, they're all decided. So Aces Old Boys winning Division Two, Bredos Junior is winning Division Three, and Miletown winning Division Four.
0: Keep it simple, get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play.
2: Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk Podcast. Um, this past week just gone actually the last game week of the season for us. Uh, so um, only a few games played uh, and I'm just going to run through the scores now. So no games played in the Prem. In Division 1, we have Bournemouth Rovers 5, Hearts Lions 4, BWSC 4, Snug Bar 2 and Hilltop Reserves 2, FC Welling 2. In Division 2, Harpen & Colt Old Boys 1, Pinewood 3. In Division 3, Bournemouth Raiders 3, Royston Rangers 0. In Division 4, Brookmans Park Reserves 4, Hatfield Mosquitoes 9. And finally, in the Hearts Advertiser Challenge Cup Final, it was AFC London Road 1, Skewbridge 6. Congratulations to Skewbridge. Uh, The win on Sunday secured them the treble uh, for the season, adding the Challenge Cup to the KO Cup and the Premier League. So well done to Skew. Also a few other well dones. Uh, Hatfield Seniors in Division 4, winning the title, 18 wins from 18. Uh, Fantastic from from them boys there, so congratulations to them. Uh, Player Packs in uh, Division 2 uh done very well in their first season they've also won their league um fc welling uh division one the invincible season they won all every game bar two with two draws um so i think they've done it from a last minute penalty on sunday as well so well done to them and also not to forget my mate swanny and the mermaid boys in division three pippin forza um on goal difference There, unbelievable really really tight division three uh, and also just going back to fc welling uh, their striker i think he was the top scorer in, in division 1 last season matt standen uh, well done to him he, he actually scored the penalty on sunday that made it 2 all against hilltop uh, not only uh, maintaining fc welling's unbeaten record but also securing that he scored um, a goal with every perform with every appearance sorry that he had uh, last season so well done um just a bit of a shout out running through the leagues Skew and uh, Beehive top two in the Prem. Uh, Fantastic result for the Beehive, finishing second in that league after being promoted last year, um, or the, the season before COVID, having been third. So No, sorry, the COVID season, they they, they were third in Div 1, just, just got promoted to the Prem because of a reshuffle, so to finish second, fantastic for them. In Division 1, um, FC Welling obviously winning it, and Bournemouth Rovers, well done to them. First season in the Hearts Ad League after moving over from Barnet, Division 2, finishing second in Division 1. Uh, player Packs obviously winning Division 2. Uh, Pinewood finishing second in a very competitive league, just pipping Little Heath and uh, Harbin and Cart with reserves to second place. So well done to Pinewood, uh, who I'm sure will go straight back up to Division 1, um, where, where I'm sure they hope they belong. And in Division 3, obviously 4s are missing out on the title on goal difference, commiserations to them, finishing second behind the Mermaid. And also in Division 4, the wrestlers uh, were a clear second place side, um, either side of them really. I think they're 10 points above third and, and 15 points off the top. So second place was definitely theirs. Uh, No fixtures this week, and this is the last um, of the Celt podcast from us for this season. Uh, Just say thank you to everyone who has listened, shared, liked and everything. But please continue to listen to to the Celt podcast as it continues through June. Uh, Some leagues are still playing and, and, and there's still a lot of football to be played, a lot of competitions to be won from them um for next season we'll carry on as well uh, as we are now the league uh, credit to the league our constitution's in place at the moment we're just waiting for a few things to be ticked off um, yeah, uh, fantastic for the league. I think we've had 16 or 17 applications this year from new clubs and looks like we're retaining most of the previous clubs. Only one or two can't carry on. So the league growing again. Uh, so credit to the committee uh, and the guys running the league. Well done. We've gone from 44 teams to 50 and, and next year we're going to be above 60. So that's that, that's fantastic. Um, And last by no means least, just on the Super 6, obviously ended the season how I started, which was losing. So well done to Owen from Bournemouth Raiders to put the final now in my coffin, uh, meaning I only won one game and drew one game uh, through the whole season on the Super 6. But next year I will try my best to improve. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye.
3: Hello, I'm Ian and welcome to the Maidstone and Midkent section of the Self podcast. I've got all the news, views and information from around the league, along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. It's week 15 in a past suspended season, which saw 12 matches across all the divisions. I'll be bringing you a full roundup of the scores and match reports as part of the results show. But first, let's catch up with the league stories. The big news is that the Maidstone Express Auto Centre has renewed its sponsorship of the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Football League for the 2021-22 season. The financial backing for local grassroots football has been welcomed by the League Secretary and Chairman and will help to support the continued growth of the league. Remember for MOTs, testing and repairs on cars and commercial vans at great prices Give them a visit on upper stone street and let them know you're involved in the league for the best prices around they cover tires exhaust brakes suspension and clutch replacements you name it they've got it covered in other news the fish have sadly folded and withdrawn from the league a side who have been around for a number of years and climbed up the league to play Premiership football in 2016 were a club who realistically could have won the treble in the 1920 season they were point clear at the top of the prem and in both cup finals, the season was unfortunately cancelled due to COVID. The majority of the players left from that point and some of the original team came back to see them over the line this season, but it's been a long slog and with no points on the board, it's been a struggle to continue. Having completed the required number of games, points will be awarded to teams who they haven't played in the league yet, but it's a sad day as they've been a well-run Charter Standard team for a number of years. Finally, the league have agreed for kickoffs to be moved forward to 10.30am this weekend due to England's European Championship match on Sunday at 2pm. Times of kickoffs can only be moved forward with the agreement of the opposition and match officials, so please check with everyone before assuming it's okay to do so. That's it for league news. Remember, for any other news, questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC Instagram at white.horse.fc So let's move on to results from the weekend In the Express Auto Centre Premiership East Morning hosted Aylesford 0-0 at half time as Aylesford battled to get something from the game But a Kane-Smith hat trick and a Lee Fincham goal saw them ease past a strong second half performance Ashley Russell with a consolation for Aylesford Fish versus K-Sports was awarded to K-Sports as the Fish have now withdrawn from the league Park Royal put 10 past gold stars at the City School, 5 for Ryan Dismore, a hat-trick for Mackenzie Gardner, as well as goals for Josh Brown and Bradley Fox. In Division 1, Langley hosted Leybourne as the sides battled for mid-table superiority. Leybourne took the lead with some good play down the wing, saw the ball delivered into the box which resulted in a tidy finish to make it 1-0 to the visitors. Langley responded, Andy Thomas played a ball over the top which bounced high off the ground for Tommy Stamp, he beat the keeper to the ball and brought the sides level. Langley soon made it 2, Tommy Stamp picked up the ball wide and crossed to find Randall Hadaway who supplied the finish. And just before half time, another Tom Stamp cross found Randall Hadaway to finish to make it 3-1 to the home side. Second half saw Langley with the momentum again, a Tommy Stamp corner was met by Luke Reese, who followed home to make it 4 and Langley completed the route when Andy Thomas found Jesse Towner who fed Tommy Stamp, his cross from the edge of the box found Raddle Hadaway again who made no mistake in finishing from 6 yards to claim his hat-trick. Final score Langley 5, Labour 1. Larkfield and Newhythe welcomed Whitehorse in a match that was likely to have a bearing on the Division 1 title. The Bredman took the lead, Jacob Walter in fine form nicked in to steal the ball of a hesitant keeper to open the scoring in what was a cagey opening 20 minutes. A misjudgment in the Whitehorse defence then let the Larkfield back into the game, Dan Skinner slotting neatly under keeper Ryan Jones to make the size level. Both teams battled well until the Bredman took back the lead, Liam Stone crossing for Nathan Irvine, his header back across goal found Tom Woollen who smashed home from close range to give them the lead again second half saw sort a of first half-class save from Ryan Jones to keep the Bredman in the lead, before Jacob Walter set up Liam Stone to neatly clip home to make it three. Larkfield's discipline then began to drop, a sin bin for Jack Stanhill gave the wayside a comfortable swing in possession, and Jacob Walter travelled from just inside his own half to finish neatly past the keeper. Joe Borman then rubbed salt into the wound, his light touch towards goal from a Craig Launch free-kick made it five and put Whitehorse in control at the top of the table. Final score from Cobb Larkfield and New Hearth 1, Whitehorse 5. In Division 2, Ellsford Reserves beat Minter 5-1 to put a dent in their season. A brace from Tommy Whitnall as well as goals from Sam Butterworth, Callum Lawler and Grant King for Ellsford. Steve Whitehead with the consolation for Minter. Balming Blues put 6 past the Jaguars. Jake Bates with a brace before he saw a straight red card. Harry Orchard with a solo effort and then a Carlos Pepto hat-trick to complete the round. In Division 2, Coxheath beat Crosskeys 4 1. David Dully, Jamie Tree, Claudio Troca, and Gabriel Granti with the goals for Coxheath. Jake Bott with a consolation for Crosskeys. Labourn Angels put six past Snodland. A Rowan Salt Brace with efforts from Liam Owen, Danny Reckman, Josh Upson, and an own goal so them win comfortably. Leibon Chase hosted a Victor Sunday, Invicta came close when Russell Joy from a wide position set up Reece Smith who bodied from distance but the Labour Chase keeper tipped the dipping ball over the bar. The resulting corner saw James Court get a touch and set up captain Jack Gilby, who fired home to give them the lead. Leibon equalised on 38 minutes through Thomas Milton and then they took the lead just before half time with a Ross Eggrill header. Both sides looked to create more chances in the heat and Invicta found an equaliser on 72 minutes when man of the match Jamie Allen drove a powerful free kick from 25 yards that went in via a deflection. Leyburn almost grabbed all 3 points on 84 minutes but Invicta keeper Ben Austin pulled off a heroic double save to keep a share of the points. Final score from the Pavilion Sports Ground, Leyburn chased 2, Invicta Sunday 2. And finally, Kent Sands beat Walnut Wanderers away 6-4 in an entertaining match. A Callum Hatcher tr- hat-trick, along with efforts from Ricky Halliwell, Gregory Talon, and substitute Al Ferguson for Sands, a Ricky Slingsby brace, a Samuel Shuban effort, and an own goal for Walnut. And that's it for results from the weekend. Finally, let's have a look at the fixtures for the week ahead and how they will pan out on the final leagues. In the Premiership, Aylesford take on Gold Stars. Both teams level on points, the outcome of that match is likely to decide who finishes 7th in the division. Barming Colts host Park Royal, the sides only a point apart in mid-table, the winner of that is likely to make it the top 4. And East morning take on K-Sports in the big game, morning still have their 100% record, but K-Sports can put a dent in that and go above morning if they win, although they will have played 2 games more. In Division 1, Leiborne welcome Larkfield, a side who have now lost two on the bounce. If they want to push for a promotion, they'll need to pick up all three points. Whitehorse hosts East Morning Reserves. It's the big game in the division as first take on second. Morling need to win that match to have any chance of the title this season. The Bredman are three points clear with a better goal difference. In Division 2, AFC Phoenix take on Aylesford Reserves. Aylesford will effectively win the title if they secure all three points in that game. Phoenix will want to pinch second, so will not want to lose. Barming Blues take on Minter. If Balming drop points, then they have effectively handed the title to Aylesford. Tempests host Vinters, as these sides battle for points at the bottom of the table. In Division 3, Cox Heath take on Labour and Angels. Another game that's likely to decide a title. Labour two points ahead at the top with a game in hand. Cox Heath need to win to have any realistic chance of the title. Crosskeys take on Walnut, Wilnut, Stillnut are looking for their first win of the season. Invicta Sunday host Snodland Town. These sides are battling it out for third and fourth. Snodland in pole position at the moment, two points clear with a game in hand on Invicta. And finally, Kent Sands host Leebon Chase. Sands will want to make it two wins from two after their fine performance last week. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to Langley, What Horse, Invicta Sunday for sending in their match reports. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll be back next week with all the news, views and results. Until then, remember,
4: it's more than just football. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 6th of June. In the Junior Cup semi-final, AFC Bedman became the first side through to the final of the Junior Cup after an open and exciting tie against Chess United, with them winning through in the end 5-3. Bedman started stronger and took the lead through Connor Carney, after he spotted the Chess goalkeeper off his line and scored with a shot from around 40 yards out. Chess soon equalised after Jordan Toomey was adjudged to have pushed a chess forward in the box and Ali Shale dispatched the resulting penalty kick. But the same player soon made up for his error after Bedman were awarded a penalty of their own when Connor Toomey was fouled inside the area and he stepped up and placed his penalty into the top right corner. He then set up Connor Toomey again to give Bedmond a two-goal advantage. Chess pulled a goal back just before the break, thanks to another penalty, their second and a third of the half, again, scored by Ali Shale. In the second half... Bedmond who extended their lead again after a chip ball from Connor Carney was played to Jake Davidson who then knocked it back to Lewis Toomey who fired the ball past the keeper. Bedmond scored a fifth through Tom Pearman after Connor Carney once again crossed to the back post to allow Pearman to fire home just inside the left post. Chess, however, never gave up and scored a third through Matt Latchman. Matt Latchman, I should say, sorry, later on. In the Junior Cup quarter final, on the other end of the scale, Watford Town easily dispatched South Hart 6 1 and now faced St Mary's Harefield for the right to play AFC Bedmond in the final. Town opened the scoring through Ollie Lawford who lobbed the keeper. He then scored his and Town's second with another lob and then Alex Leighton added to the goals with a headed flick on from a long throw to make it 3-0. Town made it 4-0 through Lewis Smith and then South Hearts did pull a goal back through Junior Lamar. But... Jordan Smith scored a fifth soon afterwards, and Ollie Lawford completed his hat trick from the spot to make it a 6 1 victory late on. Next Sunday, the 13th of June, sees the semi final between Watford Town and St Mary's Harefield in the Junior Cup quarterfinal. Sorry, in the Junior Cup semi final. And the uh, Junior Cup final should, hopefully, all being well, be played on Sunday the 20th of June. The final group game in the Invitation Cup was in Group A and saw Rifle Volunteer beat Langleybury 7-1. The win was enough for them to top the group whilst the defeat meant Langleybury missed out on a quarter-final place with Catterbury qualifying instead. Having taken an early lead, they were then awarded a penalty which saw a Langleybury player sent off for handball on the line. Although the resulting penalty was missed, being down to 10 players early on all but ended Langleybury's hopes of qualification. Having held Rifle to a single goal until half-time, but then following an early second-half goal, the floodgates opened with Rifle scoring six times, although Lenny Farhall scored a deserved consolation goal. Ish Ahiu netted a hat-trick for Rifle, with Josh Helmore scoring a brace, and Elliot Wilson and Ben Good score in a goal each. Rifle, volunteer, now meet Fox and Stone in the last eight. The last eight of the Invitation Cup is now fully decided, and these quarterfinals will be played this coming Sunday, the 13th of June. The quarterfinals are, as mentioned, Rifle Volunteer versus Fox and Stone. AFC Leesden, take on North Watford. Oakview take on Caterbury Rangers. And Sunsports Athletic play Railway Arms. As I said, these games are mainly due to be played on Sunday the 13th of June. However, there is scope for the clubs, if needed, to play the games uh, with evening kickoffs on either the 15th or 16th of June. Um, The reason for this, obviously, uh, is the the England Euro game on Sunday afternoon and some clubs having players wishing to attend. So we will have to wait and see how many games are finally played on the Sunday. Looking forward, um, we would hope, as I mentioned earlier, to have the Junior Cup final on the Sunday morning of the 20th of June. Um, Also on the Sunday morning of the 20th of June, we would expect to have the two semi-finals in the Invitation Cup. And uh, that will be followed by the following week, the 27th, with the Invitation Cup final, uh, the last action of the season as such. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with an update on uh, the other Junior Cup semi-final and uh, all, or as many as possible, of the results from the Invitation Cup quarter-finals. We look forward to giving you that information then.